Welcome to Machine Learning, Bible Imagery. The seer will the Lord raise up. Genesis 49:22. Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well, whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot him and hated him. <coughs> but his bow abide in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. Thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Christ was the shepherd. He was a good shepherd. Even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with the blessings of heaven, blessings of the deep that lieth under, Blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of him that was separated from the brethren. This is referring to Joseph Smith, who was a descendant of Joseph sold into Egypt. Joseph the seer was the greatest mind of our century. The Lord protected him and through the prophet established the American religion. The prophet Joseph Smith revealed that all mankind would be resurrected. He taught that God, the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost were three separate beings. He translated portions of the Bible, providing greater clarity and insight. The prophet Joseph Smith revealed the sacrament and performance. The prophet revealed how priesthood keys unlock the mysteries of God and how they can be used for healing. He also revealed the organizational structure of the priesthood and how keys provide revelation through the Holy Spirit to administer the kingdom. The prophet taught that all priesthood keys will be returned to Adam at Adam on Diamond, who will then turn over the keys to Christ. The prophet Joseph Smith revealed that infant baptism was unnecessary as the infants were alive in Christ and would inherit the celestial kingdom. He taught that Zion would, will be built upon this, the American continent, and the new Jerusalem will be built in Israel. There is a better way. The prophet taught the law of consecration according to the United Order. The Lord's ministry was without person of script. The Lord's servants live the law of consecration. The higher law gives all to the Lord, and in return they receive his help through faith. The Lord becomes the source of life. The city of Zion is the heavenly city on earth. All things in common, and there are no poor among the people. The citizens are the people of God. The people of Zion will live the law of consecration and practice united order. Every man will receive according to his need. Good ideas will gain resource support from the United Order. Large corporate waste will be a history. Remember how a rich man approached the master and asked what was required to enter the kingdom of God? The Lord was pleased with the personality of the young man. He was confident, successful, and intelligent. The Lord recited scripture to the young man to which the youth said, All these things I have done since a youth. He seemed sincere. The young man had kept the law of Moses. Jesus then said, Go and sell all that you have and give to the poor and come follow me.
the youth had great wealth. He had not anticipated the request for sacrifice. The standard of sacrifice was too great. He was not ready to give all that he had to the Lord. He was not willing to live the higher law of consecration. His heart was not broken. Perhaps as he walked away from the Lord, he shed a few tears, realizing the road to discipleship was not easy. He would wait to make the commitment. The business deal was not in his favor. He lacked vision to see the profound life of a disciple and the privilege to follow Christ's way. How many lives have been lost because he could not give up his wealth? Why were his material possessions so important to his self-worth? Instead of the thrill of gold or silver coin, he would have enjoyed the rejoicing in the salvation of those he helped. A tragedy occurred. What would the man give up to save his soul? The prophet Joseph Smith gave up all to build the kingdom of God. He taught a better way of building industry. He united an army to protect property rights and to perfect protect for the general welfare of the citizens. He organized a city and brought land for homes. He, go- he governed the city of Nauvoo with prudence. He followed in the discipleship of Christ. The sacred powers of God are reserved for those who are obedient and love the Lord. He has great things planned. Love, companionship, and devotion are all part of his way. A person does not need to be alone. He's entitled to the companionship of the Holy Spirit. The world does not have the answers to needs. In the world, people are wandering, endlessly searching and dabbling in one thing after another, but never finding the delicious fruit of the gospel that fills the heart with joy. The gospel is fulfilling and edifying. The gospel gives purpose to life. It is a source of dedication and direction. The rich young merchant had many things he owned, but none of those things had lasting value. He felt to see his treasures in heaven. Would he have gave to the poor, naked and hungry, if he had the faith to believe? What caused him to doubt and look away? Why did he fear? The Lord could see in the young man potential. He could see the man was successful because he was an intelligent and likable person. Yet when the Lord asked the young man to make a sacrifice that was difficult and required much effort, there was a phrase, you asked too much, that resounded. Sacrifice required to become sweet. Sweat, discipline, focus, and love are necessary to become great. The pathway to Zion is not easy. It requires work. Nothing great comes without hard work. Had the young men followed the example of the Apostle Peter, and dropped his fishing net to follow the Lord, perhaps one day looking back, he could see a somewhat selfish young man transformed into a mighty servant of God, one capable of being an agent of righteousness to save many souls. What is the worth of a soul? We love what we set our priority to keep. Setting priorities helps us build focus. As we focus, we gain insight. We are responsible for what we say. We are responsible to understand what other people are saying. We are responsible for our actions and behaviors. We can let go of ego and seek understanding. Patience is our friend. Discipline is our friend. Hope builds confidence. Moses, like Joseph Smith, held the Melchizedek priesthood and presided as president over House of Israel. 
So in essence, the house of Israel was the church. Moses' seventies were governed by Moses. They helped regulate the church and stand as judges over house of Israel. The Quorum of the Twelve stood by Moses and helped the Quorum of the Quorum, excuse me, the Quorum stood by Moses and helped him judge and govern house of Israel. Similarly, the Quorum of the Twelve stand by the prophet today and help him. Aaron presides over the Levites. Aaron served as a counselor to Moses, acting as a presiding bishopric. The Le-like, acting, uh, acting like a presiding bishopric. The Levites were the property of God, giving, given as a sacrifice for sparing the firstborn by the destroying angel. The Levites helped the priests by performing the sacrifice. Aaron wore the breastplate. Moses received revelation from God for the people. He was a seer. Likewise, Joseph Smith received revelations about future events, truths about governing the house of Israel, and visions relating to the last day. days. Moses delivered the house of Israel from Pharaoh and his apostate rule of tyranny. Joseph delivered the righteous house of Israel from bondage to restoring to restored truths, covenants, and priesthood power. Both Moses and Joseph began the gathering of house of Israel and led them to the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. We call this land Zion, a place where the pure in heart dwell. The holy city is a place of rest where God resides. Entering the promised land foreshadows the return home to God. Moses had the sealing power to bring destruction by fire and water upon the Egyptians. The armies of Pharaoh drowned in the Red Sea. Their deaths were sealed by Moses as a judgment for fighting against house of Israel. Joseph Smith bestowed upon the Quorum of the Twelve all priesthood keys, reserving the right to exercise all keys to himself. The keys of the kingdom resided with the prophet to preside and govern the kingdom. The gospel of Heavenly Father came first to America through the prophet Joseph Smith, who received the keys of Elijah and the keys of Moses. The great gathering, both spiritually and physically, made America abound in wealth. The gathering brought individuals of talent together to a rich network of ideas, trade, governance, and industry. Without the covenant people, the world would be without salt. It would lack savor. A seer has the knowledge to unlock and make hidden things understandable. It is a similar process that occurred during the translation of the Book of Mormon. Joseph Smith unlocked the meaning of the ideas and glyphs of the gold plates. When he looked upon the Urim and Thummim, he understood how the Reformed Egyptian and Hebrew translated to ideas and words in his own mind. Interestingly, Greek and Hebrew words and names were included. The Egyptian glyphs are a condensed form of communication. The glyphs often create an image that denotes a relationship or concept. Through the process of translation, the Prophet Joseph Smith was able to communicate their meaning into English. The process of translation required prayer and fasting. Oliver Cowdery tried to translate but failed. His mind had not been properly prepared to translate. Joseph Smith's 
completed the translation of one-third of the Book of Mormon in less than um, three months. He later applied the Yerman Thummim to correct errors in the translation of the Bible, resulting in a more perfect translation. He outdid the intellectual scholars because he could see past, present, future, and get the correct context of the doctrines being described. He could restore the plain and precious doctrines removed from the Bible by the devil to create a stumbling block for the Jews. Joseph Smith was a prophet of God and was chosen by him to usher in the restored gospel of Jesus Christ and end this great apostasy that lasts over 1,000 and one and a half thousand years, almost two. It is one of the greatest events in recorded history, so and, and so remarkable was the first vision that all of eternity has changed as a result. Joseph Smith saw the coming of the Civil War and the issue of slavery bringing bloodshed to our nation. The Lamanites and Gentiles are to be free. The curse of slavery being lifted by the results of the Civil War. The Civil War started as a tra tax revolt and ended over the issue of slavery. Slavery was against the order of heaven. The restoration of the church occurred April 6, 1830. Thirty years later, the Civil War erupted. The Union came under a constitutional crisis. During the time, the Lamanites watched as states fought against each other, and as father fought against son, as brother fought against brother. The land of inheritance was turned into a battleground. Peace among families was disturbed. Carnage and destructions were common in once beautiful cities in the South. Eventually, the Civil War ended and General Lee surrendered. In the 19th century, the Prophet Joseph Smith has had more influence than any other man on both the destiny of man and on the destiny of America. The doctrines of salvation formed the American religion and set in order the path for the great reformation and restitution of lost truths and authority from God. His accomplishments as a prophet, seer, and revelator cannot be dismissed in this dispensation. The prophet's success was susceptible to success was not susceptible to priestcraft because of direct revelation and accountability to Christ. The prophet had a soul of integrity unlike any one known. The prophet was the greatest man on the earth as a mortal being. To listen to him was a life-changing event. To see him was a witness to witness greatness. Many felt they were in the presence of the Lord when they met the prophet, a man of God. As a general of Nauvoo Legion Army, he looked like a god. Even some of his enemies turned their hatred from the prophet after meeting him in person. The prophet spent time explaining the positions and views of the saints. People were thrilled to see the prophet Joseph Smith. Some said to shake his hands was electrifying and thrilling. There was excitement to meet a living prophet of God in this, the dispensation of the fullness of times. One person said the experience was too sacred to talk about out loud. The prophet was an accomplished and powerful chief and powerful and eloquent in appearances. The Lamanites should acknowledge that Joseph Smith is a great chief, and a great tribe is forming called the House of Israel. 
The prophet's countenance matched his mood and emotions. The listener was fully engaged in the message of the prophet. The congregations listened to the prophet for hours, laughing and weeping, sometimes in poor weather conditions. The prophet had a physical and mental state to fear no combat nor turn down any test of strength. He had an indomitable will and was brave as a lion.